found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, here it is, a hump day edition of Tidbits. This is the 17th day of May, a Wednesday. Good morning, Matthew. Yes, good morning, Dale. Good to see you. How you doing today? Oh, just dandy. Can't see. Why? I, well, the it's just blurry. Time for a lens changing. Mm. Plus, right. I only have one in. I see better with just one eye, so maybe I'll do that. Like an eye test while we're on air. Is it better here or here? <laughs> a or B? <laughs> and I'm always afraid I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, no. No, go back. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's just, you know, I just feel like I'm guessing. Right. Then <laughs> <laughs> at the end, it's like, maybe it was better on B. <laughs> Tell me when the two words are over each other. Uh, now. As you walk out of the place with your pupils dilated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This... Uh, <laughs> Happened to a family in Caribou Coffee drive through in a place called Burnsville, Minnesota. <laughs> when a stinky mess rained down on multiple cars, <coughs> and that substance is still unknown. Seriously. When they were waiting in line, it rained down for just a second. Their car and the driver in front of them were fully covered in this substance that they believe is poop. Oh. <laughs> Somebody coming in for a landing. <laughs> the odor was so strong that the worker handing the coffee noted how much it smelled. Man. Man, that's bad. <laughs> that's not a good day for you. No. <laughs> so I guess they probably had to hit the car wash after uh, the visit to the coffee place. And they don't know what it is. No. They don't know. No. Just guessing. Okay. And, you know, don't aircraft release that stuff in the, you know. No. You, uh, no. Then they used to. I, I, I think back in the day when we, when we well, had yeah, sky jackers, the day, we just... they were just, you know, <laughs> opening her up, you know, and releasing it. So if you lived in Kansas or one of those other <laughs> rain down poop from above, it was horrible. No. Did it come down like an icy, big ice cube of poo? And that's the way it used to be. They were so, you know. <laughs> Big ice cube. <laughs> but now it goes into a tank and they have to like, yeah. it's like a. And then they dump it. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still, now, did, didn't trains used to do that? <laughs> didn't trains, you just like. Right down yeah, the track. Yeah, right on the track. <laughs> As you plop the lid open there, you mm-hmm. see it just moving. Just moving underneath you. <laughs> it's like. Like an outhouse. Yesterday we focused on <laughs> with a great selection of corn cobs lined up there for you. <laughs> As the train moves down the rail, <laughs> this uh, oh Anheuser Busch. Oh, they plan to temporarily re- redesign some of its Bud Light and Budweiser packaging. As it scrambles to recover from the fiasco involved in their recent doings. Last week, the company held a meeting 
probably less two head uh, honchos at its at its U.S. headquarters in St. Louis to discuss its strategy for dealing with this backlash. Among the new initiatives planned, a temporary redesign of its Budweiser and Bud Light aluminum bottles. This makes me laugh. Anheuser-Busch will produce bottles with a camouflage print. (laughs) You can't see me anymore. Maybe it's subliminal. Maybe. It's camouflage. Maybe it is. Can't see. I'm wearing camo pants today. Maybe. And they'll also have images of the Folds of Honor program, which provides educational scholarships for kids and spouses of fallen and disabled American military service members and its first responders. Makes you wonder why they didn't go with that the first time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it seems like the camo print folds of honor fits much more into a Bud Light demographic. But what do we know? <laughs> yeah, conservative uh, outcry began after the uh, company sent packs of Bud Light featuring uh, Mulvaney. Isn't it Megan, I think? Uh, Is it? No, Dylan. 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 Her face says, to celebrate her first full year as an out and proud trans woman, that temporary design will be part of Anheuser-Busch's efforts to invest heavily in the brand this spring and summer. So that's, uh, and I'm referring to the camouflage print and images of the Folds of Honor program. Right. So I guess we'll see. I, I, and again, the damage has been done. And, you know, there's there's some people out there that are just so... What are you stubborn? Yeah, that they will probably never go back. Probably, They'll, you know. And again, if that if that's your favorite taste, and I used to do sample taste tests, okay, because you'd always hear them arguing at the bar. Well, you drinking that for? That tastes like you know. Yeah, usually horse. So then, <laughs> so then their next mug of beer, maybe I would do a little change of roux on them. Oh, they never noticed. <laughs> you know, it's like you know, it's just. Um, <laughs> And that's the way it is. So that's you know, back they, when you were slinging beers at your yeah, place, right? right? Yeah. They wouldn't notice. <laughs> Just make sure they're not looking while I you're I always pouring. thought the notion of, you know, <laughs> like, whatever it is you drink, yeah. that defines your manliness. Yeah. Like, that seems ridiculous to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. You know. What are you doing that for? Because I enjoy it. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> You know, it's just, and again, you know, if you have several of them. Let me live my life, Carl. <laughs> Which, you know, after you've had enough, you don't care. Okay, so um, I don't know. But anyway, they're they're trying that. We'll see uh, how it goes. And, uh, you know, good luck to them because there, there are a lot of stubborn people out there, I'm telling you. So, well, let's uh, take our break now. Okay. And... Um, when we come back, if you're looking to lose weight, I've got uh, some information for you from scientists that say this may help you lose weight, and it involves your ears. Your ears. We've got more tidbits coming up. This is Tidbits. <laughs> we <laughs> 
back with Hill Prepared Tidbits on a Wednesday. Matthew's got something for you. Went up to $10,000 with the $2 Frogger scratch-off from the Hoosier Lottery. Avoid the cars, cross the river, and relive the arcade glory days. Play the Frogger scratch-off from the Hoosier Lottery. Imagine that. Must be 18 year old to play. Play responsibly. All right. Thank you, Matthew. Japanese researchers have found an interesting method that might help overweight individuals lose weight. It's a special form of ear acupuncture using tiny metal beads. Ear acupuncture? Yeah. Okay. The approach stimulated the outer ear of clinically obese men. After just three months, these fellows saw a reduction in their waist circumferences by an average of four inches. Wow. Additionally... Their body fat levels and body mass index also drop when they combine this treatment with a restricted diet. So if you've got the, the willpower to go on a diet, this could be very beneficial with the acupuncture of your ear. Interesting. The um, method of acupuncture doesn't use traditional intradermal needles. Instead, it employs simple metal beads. Since these tiny metal beads are attached to six points on the outer ear that stimulate nerves and organs which regulate appetite, uh, hunger, and things of that uh, sort, this type of acupuncture does not require complex knowledge or skill. So you'll probably see them in your in your local uh, mall right next to Helen Gallagher. There they are. They're they're doing it. There you go. Remember back in the day, you go to the mall, they'd have the ear piercing oh, yeah. thing, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. The uh, doctor further mentions that this method of weight loss has been utilized in Japan for more than 30 years. Wow. The principle behind the treatment stems from traditional Chinese medicine. And it says, the. Uh, <laughs> if you're of, of Chinese descent, we mean no. No, I'm not meaning that. I'm just trying to move along because it's rigmarole. It got it got kind of wordy. Yeah, it got really wordy for a minute, and so now it talks about. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean that at all, folks. Please, no letters. This energy, <laughs> because that's what you're going to do is write a letter. Is believed to travel along inside uh, invisible pathways known as meridians that are found throughout the body, including the ears. Disruption or blockage in the flow of key can negatively impact physical and mental health. So Okay. Now, four inches reduction after, that's a big that's one. That's quite a that, bit. That truly is. That's a lot. So let's say you're going from, I don't know, a 48-inch waist. You're down to four, you know, you can still use the same belt, but you're you're down several notches. Right. I mean, that's an incredible deal. It so really is. I don't know. We'll see if that comes through. And just how much will it be? I'm just wondering how they... Do you, do you lay on your side? I don't know. And then they just put a little... Do they roll in your ear canal? See, Is that blocked off? You've got questions. How long do they sit there? There you go. See, you've got lots of good questions. You're asking the How person, much will this cost? There you go. <laughs> You've got excellent questioning skills, man. Do I have to disrobe to do it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, take your clothes off. <laughs> you have no suspicions whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> We're going to need you to take your shirt off. Please do something. Okay, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so there you are, in the middle of the mall, naked. <laughs> 
a bunch of <laughs> metal beads on your ear. Nothing suspicious at all. Uh, one third of adults say that doing math, mathematics, yes. gives them anxiety, and one in five are so fearful it even makes them feel physically sick. Of math? Yes. <laughs> are you serious? That's what it says. The study found that math hey, gives many. <laughs> I used to hear that in algebra. Right? Well, I was taking a test. I'd do it. I had acid reflux. I can't do this. <laughs> I gave up on math. I was very good at math through elementary school. Loved it. I was the exact opposite. Sure. I hated. I hated math. And then I had a really good teacher um, in my freshman year of high school, and he would just made it click. No kidding. And yeah. So like algebra, geometry. I got up to pre-calculus, and that's when I started like really. Not knowing what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the telltale signs of math anxiety. Yes, I did. <laughs> but like all that stuff up until then, man, I loved it. Loved it. I, now, see, I was great at math. And then when uh, I just said, hey, and it's me. It had to have been me. I, to me, if I would just study this now, if I went to school, okay, yeah. and pay attention, that's a lot of it. You know, I think it's sink in now. Yeah. Because once, once you fall behind, if you're toning out, you know, when you're early on in this process, yeah, you're never going to get it back. I, it took me forever to even realize what's, what pi was. Wow. You know, because you know, they always say, you know, pi. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. <laughs> That's how toned out I was. Sure. Then I went into, then from there, I went into history, and, and I love that. Right. So anyway, I, I didn't go very far in mathematics, Matt. Hmm. So anyway, people are getting sick over it. So just stay away from it. Now, I like this next story, because it happens a lot around here. Okay. Okay. And we only have a few number of people here, but 90% of Americans say they get anxious cleaning their home. It says a poll of 2,000 revealed the areas that make people the most anxious when they think about cleaning floors, carpets, and rugs, as well as refrigerators. 49% admit to always or often pretending not to see a mess so someone else can clean it up. <laughs> I, I didn't. What? I didn't see this pile of clothes on the floor. What are you talking about? I didn't know that was there. Nearly half. So that's why you go through this rigmarole home, many of you. Arguments. Yeah. Why didn't you? Well, I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't notice. <sighs> 49% act like they don't see a mask. <laughs> what? Now that happens here. You know it does. You know it's, Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just <laughs> leave it for the next guy. That's right. <laughs> so well, there you go if you're... If you've got a habit of doing that, you're not alone. <laughs> Leave it for the next guy. <laughs> I don't see it. See what? This, this uh, a new... Uh... Or better yet, I had this vat of fried chicken and leftover garlic spaghetti. 
and I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna clean up after myself, but I'm gonna leave it in the trash right, <laughs> right next to the, the uh, trash. Doesn't go out for another four days. Yes. Oh uh, man, we made that happen. Oh, that's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> A new YouGov survey finds that America's favorite pizza topping. What do you think it is? Pepperoni. There you go. <laughs> Oh, List- yeah, yeah, there it is. All right. Listing this as their favorite topping. I didn't even get to the story yet. Well, what's going to come to mind when you're asked that? Anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants those? I mean, seriously, don't those stink? Yeah, yeah, I mean. Has anybody that you've ever known in your life ordered anchovies? I know that my mom, <laughs> like, you know, she passed away this past fall, but recently I heard her order a pizza and she was like, and no anchovies. I'm like, mom, they quit putting pizza on anchovies in the seventies. Like get over it. Okay. No anchovies. And the kid on the other end of the line's like, what's an anchovy? You know, he doesn't know. Do they offer it even? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe some of the more popular, older, established Maybe. pizza joints may. It says the uh, least favorite pizza topping is anchovies. Twenty nine percent say it's their least. And again, I've never, I've never had one. I just don't desire to to have it on there. Aren't those little fish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I went camping once. Okay, it was a church camping excursion up in Michigan. Okay. You know me, I was an excellent church camp. I was going to say, this would wind up well. <laughs> Go ahead. I ended up going with some other kid. But anyway, I, I thought, you know, for my supplies, because it was it was real roughneck camping. There was no cabin. and You know, we were camping. Great outdoors. So I took sardines. I'd never had them. You know, I'd seen people, you know. That was, man. You know, so needless to say, I was going hungry, okay, because now it wasn't all sardines, but even those little sausages, what are those called? Vienna sausages? They're not that great either. No. Especially if you're like 12, 13 years old. It was, so I was leaving a lot of bear food out there in Michigan, in the woods. Nice. I'm not kidding you. We bathed in the creek. Yeah. It was cold. Yeah. I mean, I've never, you know, I mean, it was a good experience, but, um. You know, when you don't let a 13 year old kid pick his own lunch or what, you know, it's like us getting lunch now. Now, I, you know, I'm thinking some kids may want goldfish crackers and, and a, sna- a snack pudding pack sure. for their lunch. Maybe they get a little fresh fruit around there and they'll grab an apple. I don't know what kids eat for lunch. What what your kids used to do during, you know, I mean, they're not eating heavy for lunch, are they? Sometimes maybe, you know, yeah. but. So we're collecting these non-perishables. Yeah. You're in charge of breakfast, and I'm in charge of lunch. And I, uh, you know, macaroni and cheese is all I can think of. Well, there's also canned... Well, there's got to be. There's canned foods like... Ravioli and... Right. Spaghetti and... Non-perishables. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But all my sample sheet shows is box products, and I'm wondering what else is boxed (laughs) other than macaroni and cheese and hamburger helper. (laughs) So... So I, I hope we do well collecting stuff, because that's what we're up to. We're doing great. Are we? For cereal. Okay. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You know, a lot of kids probably eat cereal for lunch. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I will sometimes dinner? eat cereal yeah, for dinner. Yeah. So um, now oh, we now we got a text by the way. Okay. That uh, locally, Bruno's has anchovies. They do. Yeah. Wow. It says if you order anchovies on your pizza, you don't have to share. <laughs> well, that's true. There is that. So, it does so you become, order it and then you pick yours off. It does become all yours. Oh, yeah, I know. You can. <laughs> Have you ever tried one? I, I maybe I'm being a baby. I maybe I'd like them. I don't know. My taste buds have changed since I was I feel a 13 like I year old camper. Have, but it's been a long time. I know sardines just weren't my cup of tea. Plus, they <laughs> they just smelled. It smells so bad. And oh. you know, it's like the old folks. You know, it's like they're eating head cheese and all this other stuff. You know, and it's like, what? The, what are you putting? Yeah. You know, eating an onion sandwich with oh, lard. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, what yeah, are you doing? what are you doing, man? It's just, I know a guy that um, <laughs> that every, every time we go out to eat, he gets, he gets extra raw onions. No kidding. Yeah. And he'll tell him, he's like, he's like, now when you think you've given me enough, give me a little bit more. I mean, it's like he just eats raw. I mean, it's like, what are you? Ugh. What's his spouse do? I just, I, I just can't. I mean, uh, I remember. Oh, you, hi, babe. <laughs> do you remember that? Uh, <laughs> remember the uh, Lethal Weapon, where Mel Gibson was trying to quit smoking and he would eat raw onions. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. And we were all like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh, oh. I just, uh, I don't. I've never known anybody like that with onions, but you know, some people. I know a guy that just loves the heck out of, like, olives. <laughs> you know? I like olives. My mom liked olives, yeah. Yeah, so it's just, I don't know. He also likes beets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he's not old, okay? It's like, beets are like, you know. Beets. Aren't those like the last thing you think about on the salad bar? But you'll see them on there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want bacon bits. I'm not going for beets. No kidding. <laughs> Beets. Mm. So anyway, it's... I'm not sure I've ever had like a pickled beet or whatever. Well, you gotta go for it. It's like one of those old bars in town. This town's got several and other towns do. It's like that big jar up there. Yeah. With those crappy looking eggs in them. Yeah. You're going for that. Seriously. Mm. Can't imagine what's coming out of you later. Especially, you know, <laughs> with your schlitz and that egg. Yes. <laughs> So there you go, Matt. We've got uh, tidbits done. What do we talk about today? What even happened? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we got nothing accomplished. <laughs> what what'd we do? With our <laughs> <content>? <laughs> uh, you know, I had some topics that just didn't uh, didn't pan out. It's <laughs> we got uh, carried away again. Well, yesterday. now I'm going to go to my my ear guy in the mall. Okay. Lose some weight. <laughs> Take your shirt off. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. See you, buddy. <laughs> this has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.